Amazing. Well, so for the next, let me just try and do this without breaking stuff. All right, so for the next couple of days, um, I'm going to be joining you guys, and we together are going to be exploring this theme. All right, so this this theme of hope and what it is, and and if I'm honest, like when I when I do this kind of thing, I do these sort of talks. There's there's normally a word involved that like I've got to look it up and make sure I'm talking about the right thing and make sure I explain it properly and tell you the truth. All right, that's always good, yeah, to tell the truth. Um, but fortunately, hope is one of those words that we all use, right? I'm I'm sure that all of you at some point. I said, oh, I really hope mm, happens. Or I really hope mm, doesn't happen, right? Like maybe a few weeks ago, you were on one side of, of the camp and either you really wanted Italy to lose or you really wanted everyone to stop talking about football, right? Like most people that I met were in one of those two camps. They were like, England or shut up, you know? And everyone had this hope that one of those things would happen. And we all hope for all sorts of different things. And I'm sure that each and every single one of you in this space has got hopes, from little sort of hopes to, to, to big hopes. But just to clarify, okay, just to clarify, because I'm a details guy, all right, a details guy. Hope is defined as a feeling of expectation and desire for a particular thing to happen. Or, as I like to put it, the definition that I would say is you want something to happen and you think it will. All right? That's Tim's definition for you to make sense of it. You want something to happen and you think it will. That is what hope is. So I'm going to put it to you. What sort of things do people hope for? Money? Yeah. Nice. Huh? Weather. Like, 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 like gales and wind. <laughs> what else? Computer games. Huh? End of yeah, end of COVID. I was like, I want to, I'm sick of this thing. Right? All all sorts of different things. And I'm sure a little bit like we just heard, you know, like maybe like the year we, that we've just faced, the year or so we've just faced is 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 like a bigger thing than ever that like any of us have ever faced. And we've had we've been united in one sense in in a hope together to see the end of this thing and a, a freedom from it and freedom and safety and health for everyone. Not just in the way that we want it, but in, in, in a good way for everyone. Now, hope's certainly a strange thing. It's what's called subjective. So it's different from one person to another. Some people hope for some th- one thing and some, someone else really doesn't hope for that thing. For me, when I was about 13, 14, okay, I hoped that my teachers did not give me any homework. Anyone else? Yeah? Anyone with their hands down, you are weird. Just saying, right? Um, I I hoped I would get picked for the starting five basketball team. I I was really into basketball year nine, and from then on just loved loved the sport. And because of that, I hoped I would keep getting taller. Because I wanted to fly like Michael Jordan. Right, I wanted to slam that ball in that net on someone's face. None of those things happened. Um, but hey, I also hoped that I would get a high percentage of those squishy eggs in Haribo packets. And Starburst, when I opened that wrapper, I wanted to see loads of red ones. Because they are factually the best sweet in the pack. I didn't want to see any purples. They suck. 
Red ones are the best. I hoped for lots of red ones. I also hoped that that girl that I saw at youth would come back the next week. And that I get to talk to her. And who knows, right? I hoped for all sort of... I actually married a mate, so way. Now that I am more than double that age, my hopes look different. Yeah, I, to be honest, I do still hope for lots of red sweets because they're the best ones, right? Um, but I actually hope for things like finding fulfillment in the work that I do. It sounds really old and boring, doesn't it? I really hope that my kids grow up healthy and happy. I, I, I really hope, and this is kind of why I'm here, that actually I do the things that God asked me to do and I can say honestly that I walk with him every day. It's stuff like that that we start to hope for. I mean, I, I'll be honest, I still like to be taller, but I've given up on that. Um, I'm just getting wider these days. Right, so as a bit of a case study for us to understand a bit, bit more about hope, I'm going to introduce you to Brendan. He's not here. Um, because, you, well, you'll, you'll understand if you watch this video. Is it ready? Here we go. How cool is that? Ish. Yeah. It's good, right? I mean, that's crazy, right? So he is currently um, just coming down the east side of Scotland. So he set off from Torquay, where I live, and went round Devon, Cornwall, bit of Devon, been on Wales, past Lancashire, past Cumbria, up past Scotland, round the top of Scotland, down past John O'Groats, and he's coming down the other side. Two and a half thousand kilometers nearly. How mad is that? Insane, right? What do you reckon some of his, his hopes might be? Yeah? Not fall off. He's, he, he's, he's got like a little tally chart. He's fallen in five times. How mad is that? On, on the top of Scotland, he fell in because of killer whales. Two killer whales went past him. I mean, I would have, like, and so he fell in. Um, and, he, and on this video, he said, the last time I fell in was imbued. So he's not fallen in since then, all the way since imbued. Crazy. What else might, might he hope for? Just to do it, to complete the challenge. What else? Say again. S stay. No storms. Yes. That slowed him down a bit in Cornwall. 
No waves, absolutely. No dangerous shots like massive killer whales, yeah. Okay, last one. His poop bucket doesn't ever fill. Well, as much as I love the idea of a poop bucket on his little sop, he doesn't do it on there, he does it on the beach. Um, or in the water. Um, so what if I told you that he was a beach lifeguard and he was motivated by a tragic incident where he, where he failed to save someone from drowning? What do you think his hopes might be of completing this challenge? What do you think he might hope for? Any guesses? I've not told you hardly anything about it. But what do you think he's trying to achieve or promote through it? Maybe. Yeah, the things are possible. Yeah, so by showing how to do it safely, he can Im inspire others to do it safely. Yeah, so there's... There's motivations in, in everything we do, and, and in what we hope for, we're motivated to hope for different things for different reasons, right? Um, maybe it's the way we've been raised. Maybe it's our character. Maybe it's certain things inside of us. Maybe it's even our fears that actually motivate us to do something and to hope for something better because of something that we're afraid of. Because I don't know about you, but Sometimes I think that the opposite of hope would just be hopelessness, yeah? Kind of like you just have no hope. You've got hope. But actually, a philosopher says that in every hope, there is a fear. And in every fear, there is a hope. Because the opposites of each other kind of define each other out. So that if, if, like we said earlier, the definition of hope is that we want something to happen and we expect it to, the, the definition of fear is that we don't want something to happen and we expect it to. We don't want it to happen, but we still think it, that it actually will. So our fears can sometimes motivate us to do things or to hope, that I really hope that doesn't happen, and to try and focus on the, the good thing happening and not the bad. And maybe this last year you found yourself being afraid of stuff. I know for me, having friends or friends of friends or family that have got ill with the whole like COVID thing. I'm not going to not just say it. It's not like, you know, Voldemort and if you say it, it will happen. It's, it's just, it, it's real, it's here. But I believe we're getting through it and it's going to get better, right? Um, but people have got really ill with it. And sadly, I know people that have died from it. Maybe you have too and, and maybe you've been a bit fearful of that for yourself or for others and and maybe there's other things in your life that you found that you've become afraid of and it's it's dominating how you think and how you're able to hope for stuff well i've got good news for you like we've already heard this afternoon there is hope in jesus there really is there is there is hope in in jesus i want to want to quote uh i would say a friend of mine i wish a hero of mine sadly died years and years and years ago called dietrich bonhoeffer how cool a name is that right he sadly was executed in the second world war because he wouldn't agree with some of the things that well a lot of things that they were doing and he stood by his faith and he stood for what the bible says and not for the lies that 
the Nazis and the enemy regime was putting out there to hurt people and to destroy the church. And kind of really strangely, he was executed on my birthday. Not the actual day I was born, but 9th of April. 9th of April, hint, hint. Um, He says this, right? Christian hope is not set on this world, but on Jesus Christ and his kingdom. There There were loads of things that, that we hope for that are out of our reach, we have no control over, but we, we kind of can expect them to happen because we, we sort of know that they're probably going to happen. I know that at least one red sweet will be in my Starburst pack, right? Um, how, how many there will be, I don't know. It's, that's out of my hands. But there, there were some things that, that nothing that I do can, can actually improve and the hopes that I have may, may never happen. They're more like dreams or fantasies. But to, to really understand this statement that, that, that Bonhoeffer says, let's, let's go to uh, a verse in, in Romans. See, this verse in Romans says, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, makes us sure about what we will be in the future. And this hope is what saves us. Hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes what they already have? So like I said, you know, Everything we hope for is, is slightly out of our reach. Because if you've already got it, you can't hope for it because you've already got it, right? Everything's out of our reach, but all those things can also potentially go wrong. But I promise you, I absolutely promise you, because I've experienced this the last 30 years of being a Christian, that's how old I am. Jesus will never let you down. The hope that I have in him has never failed me. And I think it's really helpful to hear this little verse that says it, it's actually this hope that saves us. A lot of my life growing up in the church, I've often heard it's your faith that saves you. And that is true, right? Faith in Jesus that he is the son of God. He did die for our wrongdoings. He did rise from that death so that we can one day rise just like he did and be with him forever. No matter what has been done to us, no matter what we've done, if we believe and follow in Jesus, then that is what can happen. We can have that, that hope. Dietrich Bonhoeffer goes on and he says this, all right? I love this. Kind of what I've just said. The fact that Jesus Christ rose from the dead is the sole foundation of my hope. That I too shall be raised from the dead at the right time. Now this bit is really important. I, I want you guys to really get this. Okay, Our salvation is external to ourselves. I don't find salvation in my own life history. Nothing that I have or haven't achieved, done for right or for wrong. None of that relates to my salvation, being saved, having eternal life with Jesus forever and ever, only in the history of the life of Jesus do I have that hope. I, I, I really hope that you guys kind of get that, 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 that you either know it already and you know Jesus already, or that you're starting to think, maybe I don't have this hope that Tim's talking about. Maybe, like a lot of people on the stage have been talking about this hope that we can have in Jesus. Let's let's take this seriously. Let's just have a moment. I want to give you guys time to really think about this because honestly, it is the best decision I have ever made. It is the best decision, hands down, I have ever made. I was actually on my own. Like Quite a lot of friends I've had, I've got, 
that are Christians have made commitments in, in meetings like this. And that's amazing. But I, I was sat on my own in my bedroom. There's testimonies of, of, of people that have just been shared recently of, of guys that have you know, been in meetings like this. And it's actually been in their tent at night or in their camper van or back home in town where they've actually said, maybe what they were talking about was real. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray and become a Christian. And they've only told Creation Fest or whoever in venues like this a little bit later. That's, that, that's fine as well. But this is a great moment for you to maybe consider consider doing that. This, this is a, an open invitation for you to consider, maybe I want to actually say, yeah, Jesus, I, I want to live for you. I want to I wanna, like, confess that I do stuff wrong. I make mistakes, but I, I, that I do believe that you did die, but you rose again. That's the most important bit, that he rose again. And because of that, you too can rise, can rise again. I'm not going to hide from, from the fact that, you know, I've, I've stopped listening to the news sometimes when it comes on. Like whatever radio station you listen to every half an hour or hour or whatever, sometimes the news comes up. And I remember about a year ago, I found myself just thinking, I can't, I can't take this anymore. Because nearly every day there was like the death toll. Do you notice that? Like, so many people died this week, or so many people died today. And I felt like our mortality, which is the, our, the reality of our life and death, was being pushed in our faces, being pushed in our faces all the time. And I think it, it, it tried to rob people's hope. It tried to sort of say, you know, have this fear, be, be worried about this. And I thought, actually, I'm not going to keep listening to that, because I believe that I have eternal life and hope in Jesus. That's good news, right? That is that is such good news. So I'm gonna invite the band up again. Okay. Um yeah, woo. And there was I think what I think the last song they did, maybe, I can't, I can't remember now. Um there was a lyric in it that just made me think like so relevant to what to what we're talking about. Um and it's about how I couldn't have, have earned it. I don't deserve it. And that's basically what that, that, that quote is, is talking about. Our salvation in Jesus is something that we can't earn. You might be the nicest person, not just in the room, but in your town or in your school or whatever. I'm sorry, but that doesn't cut it. That's good. It's good to be nice, right? You might have think you've never done anything wrong, but I'm really sorry that doesn't quite cut it because we all make mistakes no matter how little we think they, they might be. There's nothing that we can do to earn this salvation and it's sometimes hard to take for someone like me to say that we don't deserve it, but it's a free gift that Jesus offers you. So in, in this next song, whatever these guys play, um, if you if you want to respond to that, um, myself and Anna are going to be over at the side, and if 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 you want to, either where you are, you, you don't need anyone else. Just you and God can do business. That's absolutely fine. And if you want to say to Jesus, "Hey, I want to I want to take this seriously, God," and maybe you've been to church all your life and you've realised that you've never actually done that, that you that you know the Bible stories, you know you 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 know some of the songs. 
you know the right answers. Let's face it, you know, I was a church, I'm a church kid. I was a church kid. I, I knew what to say. But it was only when I took it seriously that I really realized that Jesus, I was doing business with Jesus. And it was the Holy Spirit with us that, that was moving in my heart, in my mind. And I knew that he was with me. And that from that point, I was never on my own. Never again. 